Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN, creating a secure tunnel between all your devices and the internet so everything you do online is encrypted. ExpressVPN blocks your internet provider from seeing everything that you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash TMS to get three extra months of ExpressVPN protection for free. Coming up on TMS, he's the guy with the one monocle. Baby duck doot 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 doot. Merther Firth Burworth, you're... March the 10th be with you. <laughs> he's got a leechy crotch. Never trust a beaver. The duck was a baby! Sean Bean even dies when narrating. Beaver tune tube. I'm a felon. Date me. Jamiroquai grammar. Mouthful of chicken pudding. Corey Feldman is my go-to leech puller offer. Celebrity politics, politics, politics with jury and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. And the plastic in the aesthetic shield also blocks out abusive rays and assists in the regeneration of cells. Citizen dildo. The Morning Stream. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, this is The Morning Stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's The Morning Stream for May uh, 4th. Oh, geez. 2021. Let's get it out now. It even sounded bad not even saying it. Fourth. Sounds like you got a mouthful of goo when you're trying to say force. It bugs me. Now it's all ruined. Thanks, Star Wars. Thanks, George Lucas and its millions of fans. I don't think he had anything to do with it being this this day. Well, if he hadn't created Star Wars and the phrase, may the force be with you, you go all the way back to the primordial ooze that is Star Wars. You really have to really go to the source. Listen, it's my opinion that uh, May 25th should be Star Wars Day, because that's when the first movie came out. I'm I'm in agreement with you. We've talked about this before, but it's a little like uh, Christmas. Supposedly, uh, Jesus was born in the summer or the spring, yet we celebrate it in in, uh, December. Which is mm-hmm. which is dumb. Let's have Christmas and spring, baby. Woo! Yeah. Uh, sure, it doesn't sound like we're saying may the fourth be with you and blah blah blah, but still, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Well, look, <sighs> it just sounds like a mouthful of chicken. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> so right, it sounds like exactly. somebody. If you're trying to say may, oh, what day is it? May fourth. Okay, fine. But if they're trying to say may the fourth be with you, it sounds like somebody trying to say force with a mouthful of chicken. Yeah. It's a, my chicken, by the way. I don't know. <laughs> pudding. Pudding. Mouthful of pudding. It could be pudding. It could be chicken. It could be chicken pudding. <laughs> Mouth, the mouthful of chicken tastes like wood is the problem. Ah, as any, as all best rap song ever taught us. <laughs> I love that song. Um, all right. We're back at it here, folks. It's a TMS for a Tuesday. We got jury later. We got a fun, yeah. we got a fun thing all lined up at jury. Can't wait to to do that oh really cool i have not even looked at what we're going to be talking about with juries so oh, it's not in there so yeah I uh, it wouldn't matter if i would have looked anyway <laughs> let's just say a certain uh prominent individual announced officially their run for the gubernatorial race of california 
Oh, okay, yes. And uh, the this video. person, uh, yes, uh, goes by a couple different names. Yeah, yeah. Smells things. Smells uh-huh. things. Yep. Uh, and let's just say the video that this person created. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I realized that there are a couple people because I was thinking. Uh, it's a, it's uh never mind. I was thinking we were talking about The Rock. Didn't The Rock say that he uh Oh no, I that'd be great. Get The Rock in that there. That would be great. Yes. Yeah. That's who I was thinking. The smells things. No. No. Like, <laughs> like wait a minute. Does Caitlyn Jenner smell something? I, I know. Just... Well, she does, but we all do. Okay. Not, no no more uh <laughs> She smells Kardashian uh bronzer. Oh, that's what she smells. Yes, that's that's all you can smell now. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, we'll be she, talking to the jury about that later. Yeah, it'll be great because her video is ridiculous, and I want to talk about it. So oh, we'll do that. I haven't seen the video. Dang it! It's just so it, like did no homework. It's one of those like, you know, just super dramatic and mm. like the end of a Bruckheimer film kind of thing. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. But we'll get to that later uh, during the jury segment, and not talk about any of that now. Instead, I'd like to talk about saving a duck now. This is not Scott tooting his own horn. I'm not here for praise. That's not what this is about. This is about a weird catharsis I got that I want to share with people. So yesterday, walking the dog out by the lake. That's what you do. She likes to pee Mm -hmm. and poop out there. So I take her Mm -hmm. there. And, it's uh, her place. It's It's her favorite place for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like it there too. It's the lake. It's the, you know, there's birds and there's Mm -hmm. stuff, you know. So I go to the lake. And I got the dog and uh, I come along. There's there's this like a uh, water off ramp thing that they built to control the level. So if it rains a lot or whatever, they can let some of it out. I don't know what you call that. Yeah, it's funny because I was looking at the video and it looks like what they have in Seattle is a salmon ladder, but it's obviously not that you guys don't have salmon no swimming salmon. Yeah. back to their homeland in, in Salt Lake City. No, but it's uh, uh, yeah, like a, like a runoff. There you go, runoff. Blood runoff thing, yeah. Runoff valve. Uh, uh, spillway, that's probably what it is. Spillway. Okay. Spillway. All right, thank you, Martin, in the chat. Mm-hmm. Is that like Martin? Or it could be Mario. <laughs> but it is Martin, yeah. Let's go, my name is Maybe Martin he just really likes March 10th. Oh, okay, maybe. March anyway. the 10th be with you, anyway. So anyways, I'm out there, and uh, we're at the spill- spillway there, <laughs> and I hear this. Just like freaking out sound and i'm like what is going on i can hear something and i didn't know what it was so i get a little closer trying to look around and this little brown little duck stuck a little baby duck yeah a duckling yeah, not, a not duck. a duck but a duckling yeah a duckling very new to the world uh stuck in this drop off from where the lake thing is or where the where the first part of this thing is kind of like a, a smaller lake and then down to the the spillway and it had somehow fallen down he probably just swam too close to the edge and fell in and it's I don't know, two and a half feet to get back up. So there's no way that duck's getting up and it doesn't know how to fly yet or anything. Mm-hmm. And I can see the mother and the rest of its ducklings. The only, the only thing it knows how to do at this point is duck. Right. That's it. It knows how to duck and cover. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. So yes. the, so the mom and the baby ducks are all up top going, meh, 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 freaking out. Cause they can't find little junior. Probably saying, you dumbass, you're always getting in trouble, you dumbass. That's probably what they're saying. <laughs> Wait a minute, I could have sworn I had five of you. How come? Uh... <laughs> she Did seemed, I miscount? <laughs> she seemed very upset. But um, yeah. So I'm like, all right, 
I quickly pulled out my phone and filmed it, thinking I could film this. But then I went, well, wait, I can't do this with all the only two yeah. hands I have. So Film, hold the dog, and <laughs> rescue a duckling. Right. <coughs> so I put my phone back away. I uh, tried to hold Rainer with one hand and like tried to reach in there and then step in there, and it just wasn't working. And then this really nice jogger came by. Mm-hmm. And he was very nice because he stopped. He goes, oh, that duck, I thought I heard something over here. Do you need help? Can I hold the dog or something? I said, oh, that's a great idea. Here, and I hand him the leash. Could you, could you also hold my phone and film this? Yeah, could you film this because everything's content? He looked at me weird and then ran. <laughs> um, he, took the, he took the leash, so held the dog. That was really nice. I got down into, yeah. the, into the ditch thing, mm-hmm. and I'd get, you know, it, one inch to the left or right, I'm going in the drink because it's like a foot and a half, mm-hmm. two f- feet of water or something, and... I'm prepared to like, this is going to get real bad. Um, but as I got to one side, duck would go to the other side. I uh-huh. go to the other side, duck would go to this side. Like it That's wasn't the other thing it. that he knows how to do. At yeah. This age. yeah. And they don't, they don't want to be, they, they don't know that I'm saving no. him. He thinks yeah, I'm that's there the first to kill lesson him. they learn is uh, people stay away from him. Yeah. So it was real dumb and uh, it wasn't working. And I looked at the guy, the jogger and said, I don't know if this is going to work. And he's like, yeah, this is, this is weird. And then right around then, a lady shows up with her three daughters, little girls, and a and a and a net. Mm. Not a lady named Annette. I mean, like an Did actual she, net. Is this uh, a is this a new parenting style? Uh, I don't know. Bring your kids in a net to the park <laughs> to keep them under control. Well, you know these millennials; they've got ideas. Um, right. But no, there's helicopter she... parents, and then there's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fisher copter parents are the other <laughs> right exactly yes. so she what happened I think is that she she they had walked past this earlier saw the mm-hmm. duck couldn't figure it out either and went home quickly to get a net and then came back they probably chased it back and forth <laughs> they probably did and the kids don't yeah. care they'd be happy to get in there um, anyway right. so she comes back with this net she goes oh they're, they're okay cool and she gets in and I'm like sweet we have a we have a method here so she scoops the duck out Takes it around the edge of the, the the other part of the lake where the ducks were, or the parents were, mom was, mm-hmm. and then put it back with its little family and immediately got right in line, right into the Aww, little slot. Cute. And it saved, saved the duck. Now, some people might say that I had, in the end, very little to do with the saving of the duck. And you'd be right. Technically, I didn't do anything. All I did was show up and sort of pretend like I knew what I was doing and then failed. And then this lady's the one that came and saved the duck. 100% technically true however it felt great to be involved mm-hmm. with some strangers and a innocent little duck involved in it in an interaction that was 100 percent focused on a duck and mm-hmm. its survival and nothing to do with anybody's hang-ups anybody's freaking covid fears or are they wearing a mask had they been vaccinated all Scott? of that what is like it? what are their political <laughs> affiliations did you find out exactly all of that stuff out of the way and it was just pure focus on the duck nobody had questions nobody had problems it was just a working together kind of thing i haven't felt that in a really long time Mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's I recommend it. If you can go find yourself a stranded duck and some strangers to help. It's a very specific <laughs> situation. We're not suggesting you strand a duck just so you can get this feeling. But if the duck is already stranded, yeah. then yes. Uh, yes. And that's the other thing is trying to do all this while Rainer wanted to, you know, basically eat, eat the this duck. duck. Yeah. She ended up jumping in because she just she couldn't help it. Her instincts were too sure. strong and that sure. didn't help. And 
Anyway, no, now her legs stink. She smells like lake runoff. <sighs> oh, yeah. Like standing lake water, right? Because yeah. this is like standing in the spillway. Yeah, and the spillway is a bunch of, you know, mucky, garbagey parts of the lake. Uh, it's not the good you're going to pull her out. She's going to look like Will Wheaton and stand by me covered with leeches. <laughs> There's a leech on my crotch, Corey. <laughs> Uh, the crotch a, leeches. I don't know how many people there are in this world that I would prefer not to remove a leech from my crotch, but one of them is definitely Corey, <laughs> Corey Feldman. 100% Corey Feldman. I hear you anyway, suck out the venom. Yeah, fish poop, duck poop, goose poop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. no, no uh, as far as I know, this is a, you know, a goose did this because gooses are mm-hmm. dicks and they stranded a duckling. I wouldn't put it past them, but um, I think it was... Anyway, it ended up just being kind of cathartic. It was like this nice... Uh, I don't know, moment of weird normalcy, but also joint effort, people working together toward a common cause. Even though it was small and only encompassed 10 minutes, it was just like a nice, I don't know, the nice thing, man. That's yeah. all. Just felt good. So Somewhere out there, uh, Mendoza's going, eh, you did right by us, Johnson. Eh, me. <laughs> the, the flicking of the chin, I think, is a... Yeah, what is this? Is I think that's an Italian uh, bad thing. It's kind of like the arm in the putting the hand. I think I think he did the cheek, didn't he? Yeah, did he? Didn't, did, didn't, uh, did he, didn't do, he do the cheek? Someone Marlon in the chat. Brando what is his, uh, what is this chat? Is this is this offensive? Someone find out if you do this. Yeah, I think flicking the flicking the underside of the chin is a is a bad thing. Hey. It's an Italian f you. Yes, f you, f you duck. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm not being very offended by it. So if someone no, else is no. offended, I apologize. But you know, Jakey Grabber, that arm thing is not the sign for Good Morning. This, what is this? Because I remember this being a thing. Yeah, when we were in high school, remember? Yes, yeah. right. And it was like, oh, <laughs> but you never, like, for the last thirty years, forty yeah. years, have not, have not. I f- yeah, I felt like I went nowhere. But at the time, yeah. I mean, we were all about birds. Birds were great. We were all into the bird. And the bird persists, right? Everyone still loves the bird. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, the bird is endearing. You know, it's got an endearing quality to it. That means it'll never yeah. it'll never go out of vogue. But when we were in high school, this came this came in for a bit, and then some kids would just add the bird to it, so you'd go and bird on bird on top of whatever this is. But I don't think that was the way the Lord No, the Lord no, meant it's it. right. It's Yeah. So I don't know. It's all it's all it's all a blur. <laughs> in American sign language though, it is good morning. Is it really? Yeah, which is Oh wow. According Maybe. to this video that uh, JK Grammar just posted. Huh. Well, JK Grammar, you and your video foo, how can we deny it? All right. Yeah, no, no. I all need right, advice. Anyway. I got a dog, another dog. This other dog, her name is uh, uh Ripley, Ellen Ripley. Yeah. Uh, and she knows uh, that they shouldn't go back into the building or else they're going to be more aliens than just the one. <laughs> anyway, she's a, nice, space sure. she's a nice dog. We took her to the dog park yesterday. We love her. She's great. I think she's great. But in the last three or four days, mm-hmm. something's happened. She has horrendous paint peeling death breath right now. Oh, God. Okay. Real right. bad. Like if she pants in your direction, you want to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's got rancid farts. Again, mm-hmm. akin to like, you know, mustard gas, just the worst farts. Uh, she's not eating as much as she used to. Like she'll, she won't eat her whole bowl anymore. She'll eat, but not all of it. She used to just mm-hmm. devour it. Now she's sort of just me. Now there was a semi-recent switch from chicken to beef. Same food brand, just flavor change because Amazon well, was out of the stuff we normally get. And dry or wet food? Dry food. 
Griffin, it's probably it, number one. I mean, well, how recent was it? It was like a couple of weeks ago, but this this problem only started like a couple of days ago. Yeah, regardless of the food brand, the fact that you went from chicken to beef just means that our system's probably getting used to it, right? So okay. that could explain the farts and maybe the not eating as well. Okay, so maybe it's... Uh... It might just be beef breath. <laughs> <laughs> Leninade is so shocked that we have pet food shipped. Is that unusual for people? Why is that a big deal? Dry food from Amazon? That's what's yeah, the difference? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, we haven't even considered that. We have a place here called, uh, well, it used to be called the Paw Emporium. Oh my gosh, <sighs> dude, shut up. Is, is that true? And, the, and all the, um, the vowels were replaced with little paw prints. Oh, that's just a horrendous idea. I hate it. <laughs> now it's a Chuck and Don's, which you hear the name Chuck and Don's and you don't think, oh, that's a place for pet food. You think... Chuck and Don's, like a, uh, I don't know, a, a restaurant or a tax attorney or something. Yeah, it's going to Chuck and Don's. Chuck and Don's, yeah. It's got an interesting name. Okay, well, that's good. A good local. So, I mean, I'm sure we could find some kind of local thing. But yeah. we have the, you know, it's a subscribe and save thing. So it just Yeah, exactly. And- you could probably get a really good discount if you're doing the regular subscribe and save thing. But you, um, mm-hmm. but then you get this problem where when they're out of chicken, they send you beef. Yeah. And uh and this is the problem, yeah. And maybe that's it. I mean, it's only like I said, it's been 2 weeks of the change but only a few days of the problem. Some in the chat are saying check your teeth and gums for like infections mm-hmm. or weird stuff stuck or Possibly. Yeah. Sometimes I can for the pet breath. And her and her and she's, you know, she's pooping okay, but it's a little on the soft serve side, you know. Just a little bit on the old, uh, hey, McDonald's, I'll have a cone kind of. <laughs> the broken broken soft serve machine? Yeah. Pretty little broken soft just serve machine. Just a little machine. bit. Just a wee bit. Oh, I saw the funniest video about that. <laughs> yeah, I think I did too. Why is the, uh, you mean the the music one, the one that went back and forth? No, it's this guy. Why is your machine a... always broken? <laughs> hey, bruh. It's always, always, <laughs> I think it's not really broken. I'm coming in. You come in. We're going to have a problem. No, I want to see that one now. I didn't yeah, see yeah. that. That was, I don't know. I don't know how that one made it to me, but it no, was, the one I, the one I saw and there's still a chance it was faked. I don't know, but it was a video of a dude in a drive through saying, Hey, is your, is your ice cream machine working? Guy goes, yes, it's working fine. He goes, okay, well I'll have a whatever cone, this and that. And then you hear this crash sound coming from the speaker. And then the guy goes, it just broke or something like that. Now, he may have made it up, but if that's true, an ice cream machine breaking while you're in the in the freaking drive up is pretty great. <laughs> that's it's great. Pretty you're great. Like, it's like you're witnessing a, a solar eclipse. <laughs> right. I think that's hilarious. And uh, yeah. also don't know if it really happened because you can fake anything now. So I'm, I'm skeptical of all things. Everything's I'm skeptical. Dude, I'm a skeptic, Brian. That's what I am now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm skeptical that this is even on the air. Can you guys even hear us? Are we real? Who are we? What are we even doing? Can you even hear us right. on the radio? Hey, TVZ gone. Do you hear my voice? I don't know. You may be lying to me. Who knows? <laughs> oh, somebody. Well, this is interesting. Weird article about all the McDonald's ice cream machines. A wired article. A wired article. Oh, <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be a weird article. It could be weird. By the way, I do have that video. It's funny. It's the same audio, which I guess is a TikTok thing, right? You just basically make your own new video to the same old. Oh, right. You can. The same song. Yeah, you can totally yeah. do that if you want. So here's, it's in our uh, Discord. Oh, you have if it? You I'll play that. Play it. Yeah, I'll totally play that. Here we go. And it's not working. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, here we go. It is. Just right, take it. Of course it isn't. 
Welcome to McDonald's with you order, bro. Can I get an Oreo McFlurry, yeah? When I'm serving ice cream right now It's broken at the moment, can I get you something, yeah? Oh, I know you gon' say that Let me go in and my seven chair the bag So you gotta calm down and accept that I know your ice cream machine working at a stall cap I'm not lying, it's broken Well, it better be, cause I ain't coming in And oh. if you coming, then I'll get your ass pinned Then I'ma fight you over ice cream then <laughs> What do y'all think, who is gonna win? <laughs> Stop, Matt's playing over again. That's amazing. TikTok. It's just just horrible. (laughs) Horrible and wonderful at the same time. (laughs) Horrible and wonderful simultaneously. That's great. Um, Yeah. Okay. I don't know that Captain Kipper, I don't know that auto-tune's the problem, but maybe. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's a problem, but it's not the problem. Yeah, it's maybe not the, (laughs) the problem. All right, yeah. an email yeah. for Brian like Ibbett. You're absolutely right. Weird Al did it better, yes. No, yes. I totally did. Brian, I got a question for you. Yeah. This is from Logan. Not not little Logan uh, from Logan's mom, there, not like there that. many Logans. There's Logan in Utah there. There is, Logan, in Utah. Logan. Yeah, home of uh, Utah State University. No, I mean, there's a there's oh. a listener named Logan who lives in Utah. I don't know if he lives in Logan, Utah, but... Oh, that'd be amazing. I hate yeah. it up there. The wind blows so cold in the winter. I hate it, Logan. Mm. hate it. Right now, it's probably nice, but... In the winter, F it. Anyway, hey, Squash and Broccoli. I have a question for the major spoiler segment. Uh, the reason I'm playing it now is because I think Brian would probably know more. I am recently, yeah. or I recently watched the Amazing wow. Spider-Man movies, and one of the things I find most interesting about those movies is the plot line with the secrecy behind Peter's parents and the implied link between their work and Peter's powers. I was wondering if there was any good comic runs that delve into that and whether or not the MCU... Uh, will or should adapt any of that material. Love the show, Logan. <laughs> so Brian, you've read a lot of Spider-Man. Uh, that was that's the series that I've uh, read and collected the longest. And so is there anything the, in there that tells you the oh, Uncle or Grant, um, sort May. of? Okay. okay, so Richard and Mary uh, were Peter's parents. Although what's really funny is if you Google Peter's parents, mm. the first thing it says is Ben, Peter's father. It's like no, he's he's Uncle. Great. The internet can't. Richard and Mary. Yeah, right away, everything's effed. But Richard and Mary are are Peter's parents, and they, um, in regular canon, they were uh, early agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who were killed by Baron Strucker, who we saw in like um, Age of Ultron. He's the guy with the one monocle. And in the comics, he's bald, but in the movie, oh no, I think in the movies he's bald, but instead of the monocle being attached to a chain, it's like grafted onto his, onto yeah, the side of his head. It's like bolted into his temple. Bolted, exactly. Yep. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, anyway, so he, he killed them. There was a little bit of a resurgence, or not a resurgence, but um, a Peter's parents are alive storyline in the 70s, maybe 80s. Where, uh, but it turned out to be chameleon doing life model decoys. Oh, all right. Um, that's a good point. All right, <laughs> two monocles, I guess, are just glasses. <laughs> a single monocle. Okay, fair enough. Um, he's got one of them two wheel bicycles. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's um, so they they kind of stayed dead. Now in the ultimate universe, um. Peter's parents were involved more in like the science. They weren't shield agents, but they were more like um, scientists who were working on stuff. I don't think like in, in the movie, I think it's his um, 
it's his idea for the web shooters that uh that peter parker develops richard's idea for the web shooter it was his dad's concept and he his dad's concept and then he he fleshed it out and made it real but uh i think that might have been a movie only um a movie only thing but in the in the ultimate universe they were more involved in things that would have led to um spider-man's abilities or powers or things like that but uh in in regular canon it's like an early like uh 68 uh 1968 so Mm. just a few years after the creation they had to give us a story about peter's parents but they did a thing and i think that's where that graphic comes from that captain kipper just put in discord there's a uh, untold stories of spider-man series captain kipper, how is he in our di- oh not our discord sorry in the chat you mean uh, sorry keep going. i'm sorry in the in the chat sorry yeah, keep going um uh untold stories of spider-man actually had a big long story about Richard and Mary Parker and their undercover operations for shield. I think even the story where they die and they get involved with a, another agent named agent 10 who turns out to be Wolverine. What? Amazing how everything's connected. What? Oh man. But Fox owns it. Just kidding. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, whether or not that should be, I don't think the, uh, I don't think the MCU should pull that stuff out because it just feels too coincidental, right? It feels like, you know, Peter Parker's parents should be just dead, <laughs> just dead. Yeah. <laughs> just so that he can, you know, his relationship with um, Aunt May is important. And that's what, and, and Uncle Ben obviously is what, what sets him on the right path with everything. So mm. if you start uh, retconning his parents into the picture or, any of that stuff then it kind of i uh, tend to agree i think you leave that one alone yeah it's too it works in comics and even then it's a little iffy but but in comic books they can get away with screwing around like that i feel like in films or specifically the mcu you gotta decide on a couple of things and then just hold Mm-hmm. Like right. you know, is it vibranium? Like Bruce or is Wayne's it... parents, right? What if we right. found out? Oh my gosh, they didn't really die in that alley. They've been alive the whole time and uh, yeah. hooked to a machine in in uh, Central City. Right, but it's like you know, Captain Captain America's shield is vibranium in the films and in the MCU, but in the thing, it's 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 Wolverine material stuff, right? It's adamantium. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's vibranium. It might be vibranium now, but originally, I want to say it was right. But they couldn't What's do that version? because yeah. then they'd have to cross over the properties ex- which were yeah. owned by. I don't know. Fox people. did Fox own? Fox probably owned adamantium, right? Owned probably. The, uh, yeah, I would assume. Yeah. I don't know because when they first came out with that shield, that's and right. It was, it was always... a, it's a fifty-fifty poly blend of allo- of uh, vibranium <laughs> and adamantium. That's right. Always that's check it. your tags. Always check check your tags before you buy your shield. And uh, no, only just... wash that shield in cold water, else the uh, the colors, <laughs> colors will. Uh, Run all over everything else you wash with. Yeah, it. or use that shit. Points we that, but was that stuff they advertised it to us when we were teenagers? It wasn't for us, but our parents. And it was called. It was something for. Oh, col- for color staying, making colors stay. Like, yes. Um, what was that called? Yeah, right. It was a special wool light. No, ah, wool light's a bleach. I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, um, something. What really- was it? Yeah, because you put that in there. Because the whole advertising campaign was about this guy come, going to work with a pink shirt. Yeah. Pops and client says Aquanet. No, we don't mean hair stuff. <laughs> that's a complete, that's, a, that's hairspray, man. Uh, wool, was it Woolite? Oh, yeah. Woolite was a hand wash detergent. Maybe that's what I'm actually thinking of. I thought Woolite was a bleach. Was there a, um, a Woolite 
because we'll like you did it in a sink, right? And you did it real careful because it was your cardigan or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I remember cardigan, any of that. Your cardigan. Maybe it was Woolite. Maybe I'm thinking of something else that uh, that was bleachy. <laughs> Whatever. The point. The main point to take away here is yes. In the 80s, they really marketed things, and you heard it all the time on TV, and it, yes, and exactly. it worked because I can remember the name Woolite all these years later. Mm. Well done, whoever owned that brand. Woolite. Nice. Woolite. Well, as you only can see, works on wool. I, I believe uh, I'm with Brian on this. Don't do don't do anything with his parents. Just you yeah, know, he's or he's orphaned. That's enough. Up until and up until they um, they cast Tom Holland, I actually thought Andrew Garfield was a was a decent Peter Parker, right? Like yeah, I, thought, I liked him. All right, this is good casting. He's got the the nerdiness and the um, he's believable as this wiry little kid who could kind of pull this stuff off. Yeah, he worked. But um, I liked him. Yeah. It's a bummer because he just happened Everything to... Everything else he, about those movies, sadly. Yeah, they weren't great. He just happened to come in at the wrong time. It was bad timing. Yeah. It's not yeah. his fault. We don't blame uh, it. By the way, we've been watching... Um, speaking of casting, we've been watching season two of Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, Sean Bean is freaking awesome in this. Like, he is... Uh, He's great. He is great. I mean, he's great in everything, but boy, is he is he playing a dick. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> Big time. You know he has to die, too. That's the rule. So Right. That's uh, the rule. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you know. No, I get excited. Dude, all you have to do is say Sean Bean's involved in any th- project, and I get all excited. Mm-hmm. Like, when I heard he was the narrator for Civilization Six, about lost my mind. Oh, really? And I still love it. I still love to hear <laughs> wow, him. Wow. How does he die in there? Yeah, that's the thing. He never, he never does. <laughs> how does he die as the narrator? We're waiting for the final DLC, where he finally kicks the bucket in there. <laughs> but it's great, because when you introduce your, like, uh, let's say you picked... Um, Teddy Roosevelt as your as your leader because right. that's who the American one is in that one, um, and it's just great because he's like President Roosevelt. You've come mm-hmm. at a time when the bibbidi zibbidi boo bibbidi babbidi. I'm covering for this loading screen, so I'm saying a bunch of words, and it's fantastic. It's so good. He was a great pick for that. Well done, Hollywood. All right. Yeah, yeah. Brian, we're going to do a thing we haven't been able to do for three days. Oh, really? Okay. It's the news. Today's news is brought to you by Scott. I hear that there's only one day left on the Rock Runners Kickstarter. Uh, tell me, what is this thing that I hear about called Rock Runners? Well, Rock Runners Incorporated is a really fun, uh, up to four players can play card game. And if you have family members or friends that are just like, man, we're sure bored on a Saturday I have afternoon. Both. Oh, good, good, perfect. Get this deck and lay it out and play the game. It's fantastic. And we unlocked. 10, count them, 10 uh, stretch goals, none of which we thought we'd even get near to. I didn't think we'd do more than one or two, but we did. And uh, the 11th is about to get cracked uh, just in time because the Kickstarter ends Wednesday. And uh, that means you've got, I think, maybe less than 24 hours time or something to get in here. If you haven't done it already. Is the new, is the current stretch goal the Carter Art stretch goal? It is. So if we unlock that, uh, the, 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 the 10th goal opened up these character cards, which I'm creating. The 11th goal gives you two sets of those, and one set is collectible art from Carter. And we all know she's better than any of us, so that's this is why you want to unlock that one. She's really good, and she also just she just finished her last school project before graduation, and she is feeling very free and and uh, creative right now. So perfect time for it. Go check it out if you haven't yet. There's video. There's uh, updates. There's other stuff to help explain everything. 
Uh, it's all there for you to see for one more day. And that's over at kickstarter.com. Just search for Rock Runners or go to rockrunners.art and it'll take you straight there. Very cool. All right, let's do some. I got to ask you, by the way, before yeah. we get to this first news story, uh, did Carter cry when you told her the uh, duckling story? <laughs> no, she was thrilled that we did it. She would have maybe, okay, if we were, she would have been there, she might have shed a tear or two, but. Uh, oh, yeah. It wasn't so bad. Oh, if she if she were there, heck with her phone, her purse, whatever. I don't think she doesn't seem like a purse kind of person, but she would have jumped in the water and rescued that duck. And who For needs sure. a net? Yeah. And she did shave her head again her. yesterday. I don't know what that was about, except it looks good. But she mm-hmm. she's sick of trying to grow her hair out, so she cut it and it looks great. She can pull that Very off. Cool. She gets she can pull off the Sinead O'Connor pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. The rest of us cannot do that here very well. No. I tried it. I tried tearing up a picture of the Pope. It just didn't work. <laughs> I had to explain to her that story because she'd never heard of Fight Sinead the real enemy. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know the song, Nothing Compares to You, is originally a Prince thing, but she did the cover that everyone knows. Oh, maybe. And then I'm like, let me play it. Mamexa, play the burp, 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 burp. And she played a little bit. She goes, oh, well, what's her deal? She's bald, Carter. She shaved her head. Well, what's the part? <laughs> what's the part with the Pope? Oh, she tore a, she tore the picture of the Pope up on SNL. Oh, anyway, <laughs> you know we said her name three times. She appeared in the chat room. Uh oh, oh, is she in there now? Hey, Carter, you should put up your photo and show everybody your cool new hair. It's pretty rad. I'm not one to like you know exploit my children's photos on the internet, but I think she looks great. Okay, where were we, Brian? Right. Oh, first yes. story here. All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get to this beaver story. Uh, beavers have chewn. Chewn? They have chewed. Chewn. Past tense, chewn. <laughs> There's no way that's right. Definitely not right. <laughs> yeah, no. there's no way. Chewed. You beavers do a, do a chewed or chew through a 4.5 inch thick tube. It wasn't a lava tube. Uh, <laughs> disrupting internet service for 900 British Columbian. Uh, or I'm sorry. Is this British Columbia? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. Oh, yeah, Prince George and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, British Columbia customers. Oh, your internet went down. What? Yeah. That guy was right? So the internet is a series of tubes? It's a series of tubes. Uh, Holy cow. That's my understanding. I thought it was uh, something else, and uh, we've been proven by a beaver that it is a series of, it's a series of tubes. It's a series of tubes. Now, this isn't the newest story because, again, we haven't been able to do news for about half a week. But, uh, but here it is nonetheless. Tumbler Ridge, a four-hour drive northeast of Prince George with a population of 1,982 people in the midst of what is now a two-day-long TELUS coverage outage due to damage to local fiber cables by resident wildlife, in particular, beavers. Never trust a beaver, dude. Never. Never trust a beaver. Yep. Don't trust a beaver. Here's why. They just want to build dams and... Mm -hmm. F up your internet, that's why. Mm-hmm. You screwed up your damn internet. That's right. Uh, says, here's a quote. It feels very unusual and uniquely Canadian uh, turn of events, says TELUS spokesperson Liz Suave. Suave. Liz Suave. <laughs> In an email. talking Wife to, her to Rico. Yeah, I was going to say that her and Rico have been married for years now. Uh, <laughs> beavers have chewed through our fiber cables. On multiple points, causing extensive damage, read her statement. Seems like you would be more prepared for this, but whatever. Uh, Internet service for about 900 homes and businesses, as well as cable services for 60 customers, were uh, disrupted on Saturday, April 24th, just after 4 a.m., soon after crews were sent to investigate. Uh, They found that their safeguards don't always work, and uh, beavers are just doing what comes naturally to beavers. 
Uh, says our team located a nearby dam. It appears the beavers uh, dug underground alongside a creek to reach the cable, which is buried about three feet underground and protected by a 4.5 inch conduit or tube. 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 Uh, the beavers chewed through the conduit before chewing through the cables in multiple locations. Uh, they say they worked around the clock to get this fixed, and I guess it's all good now. You guys are good? Oh. When are you going to get the cable fixed, eh? I can't watch the the uh, Montreal Canadiens game. Oh, I played hockey last night. That's funny you bring that up. Did you? I got in the mood, yeah. Their game Pass uh, on my Xbox, they have um, uh, NHL 2021, or I guess whatever it's called. 2K21 or whatever it is. Anyway, it's a great hockey game, and I was playing hockey, and that's and I love hockey. Of all the of all the sports video games, my favorite. I love hockey. That's cool. Yeah, very cool. Meanwhile, uh, Iron Man and Marvel Avengers is somewhere still sitting there waiting for me to guide him through the next set of AIM agents to kill. There you go. Get on that. Yeah, I will. Do you end up playing? um, What was the game you got with your? Go Romantic. No, you got it with your PS5. What was it? Oh, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I oh, did yeah, play yeah. that. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. I, 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 you, fin- you finished it all and beat the I, beat everything. Oh, completely, one hundred percent. Beat it, completed it. Uh, got the T-shirt. Yeah, got it. One hundred percent of that game immediately. Yeah, uh, probably twenty uh, percent of that game. But <laughs> that's not bad. That's a lot. But yeah. look, here it is, right here. Yeah, out oh. of the box, yeah. out of the package, a disc, a disc. I haven't owned a disc in so long, I forgot what they look like. All right. Moving on. Such a renaissance, man. I know. Well, I, I like it. You're here's keeping the other them alive. Thing with the, uh, here's the other thing. Can't find the damn port. Can't find the hole on my PlayStation. There it is. Oops. Oh. I'll... Turned it on by shoving a disc in its slot. Uh-oh. Now what? Go back you... to sleep, PlayStation. Yeah. Kill code. Kill code. <clears throat> That's right. Um. The, uh, what's it gonna, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, oh no! I like that you're single-handedly keeping physical media alive. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> single-handedly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of you. It turns out there's a lot more. This was a uh, this was way cheaper <clears throat> on Amazon than buying the dig- digital for Avengers. I bought digital for. Uh, I do that um, with. Uh, I do that with. Uh, I do that with Nintendo all the time because they often. Yeah, have for deals. switches, for, totally. Yeah. Because why keep a, a big stupid box? Mm-hmm. For such a little tiny cartridge, I agree. I think it's a yeah. retail thing, right? Because if you don't have something you can show off at a, on a retail space, uh, then I, I mean, I really here's what it comes down to: I'll buy whichever's cheaper. If you're saying the the buying the disc is uh, twenty five bucks and buying a digital is sixty, I'm going to buy the disc every of time. Of course, yeah, yeah, it's all same. You're yeah. you're not wrong to to do that. Yeah, uh, Jerry told me one more and yeah. one more defense by yeah. the. Um, Labels still send me effing discs. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Labels and, and artists still send me uh, discs for me in the middle. So uh, They don't send you yeah, like digital codes and stuff? I would have thought that would some, have been. Some of them do. Mm. Some of them do. But um, uh, some don't. And I still have All to right. have a, uh, a drive hooked up for just that purpose. That's right. Brian's ever got a drive ever shooting a laser, seeking <laughs> out tracks. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. 1983 technology. <laughs> uh, Jerry Tolbert, he says, the Xbox game, cloud gaming on iOS is fun. New round of beta access went out yesterday. Jerry, you can't do invites, can you? Because I haven't, I still don't have an invite. <laughs> I really want to try that. I mean, I love Game Pass, and I use it all the time. I love my Series X, but I haven't, I'm, I don't have a beta invite for the freaking cloud thing, and I want to try it on my phone, on my, tab, my tablet. I really do. So, hey, Jerry. 
I don't know why I'm putting it on him. He can't do anything about it. <laughs> um, all right. And, and Lendonade asks, do they only send you cover songs? No, they send me, it's everything. Like that thing I just held up, there's not a cover song on there, but it's, um, uh, you know, it's music for any in the middle and stuff like that too. It may be a band that originally sent me a cover song, but once they find out that I play regular stuff here, right. they send me right. whatever. Right. <clears throat> and I'm just guessing that for smaller labels, the distribution system of just send them a disc is probably still easier. I guess. I don't know. It seems a lot cheaper to drop a link in an email, but maybe there's a, um, I think there's a copyright problem there. Like maybe, yeah. Multiple co- like those of, emails can get forward around really easily. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Or you got to have, you know, a backend that's like super authenticatable and then mm-hmm. only one copy can go, you know, like it's just gets complicated. I think mm-hmm. that could be wrong. Yep. Um, all right. A man. Let's get to a man. A man. Man. Oh, I just saw a movie where the main character, played by an Oscar-winning actor, his credit in the film is man. <laughs> I saw that. A, an Oscar-winning actor who may have thrown a phone at an assistant or something yeah, at one point. Paparazzi. Is that going to be your uh, recommendal tomorrow? It was going to be that animated thing, but I have I heard that Nicole's doing that. So I'm going to let her have at the Mitchells versus. I'm going to let you have that, uh, Nicole. <laughs> and listen, I'll do she's got to she's got to show up. Yeah. If she doesn't show up, then you're using it. Oh, good point. If she doesn't show up, I'm doing both. That's what's happening. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you right now. All right. A man, uh, not played by Russell Crowe, finished a 480-mile hike in a bear suit and uh, later described the stench inside his costume. Does he? I don't yeah. even think he needs to describe the stench inside <laughs> I feel like that might be why this story got to me. Somebody sent this to me. Probably, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Some fan was like, oh, you'll love it. He has a stinky suit. <laughs> Jesse Larios walked almost 500 miles, and he'd walk 500 more. Just a <laughs> be- uh, From Los Angeles to San Francisco in a bear suit. Uh, his trek began at 6 a.m. on April 12th in the little Tokyo neighborhood in Los Angeles. The goal was to finish the walk in less than a week, he wrote on his Instagram page. Took a little longer than planned, but he celebrated his finish with, with a crowd of people as he reached his final destination on Saturday at the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, quote, everybody look, there's the bridge, he told followers on his Instagram live account. Uh-huh. <coughs> everybody look. <laughs> everybody look. <laughs> uh, Larios raised almost $16,000 on GoFundMe as well as another two k on Venmo um, and via cra- uh, cash donations, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. He plans to donate it all to charity and has asked followers to suggest where the money should go. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. According to the newspaper, Larios, a 33-year-old data worker at a healthcare company, made the journey carrying just his phone, a few toiletries, socks, and a flashlight. Ugh. Um, he also carried... <laughs> socks? <laughs> yeah, well, socks. Yeah. I don't know. That's I, weird, You don't right? want to go barefoot. So- uh, I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah. Touchdown. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen. No, but um, seriously, why socks? Yeah, I don't like, know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, okay. Unless it's maybe, I don't know, just to soften the foot part of the bear suit. I don't know. I don't know. I guess so. It's a long walk, so who knows? Probably cushion things. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's wearing the socks, that's a different thing. Yeah. But he's, they say he's made the journey carrying just his phone, a few toiletries, socks, and a flashlight. I guess maybe you run into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah, and you need a wiener sock. You need yeah. a wiener sock. Yeah, yep. everybody needs a wiener sock at the ready. Even a bear. Um, he says he also <laughs> carried some cleaning supplies for his costume, a teddy bear character he created named Bear Son. I don't know why that's a thing. Bear Son. Okay. Bear Son. Or Bear Son? 
Bearson. Bearson. I don't know. That's weird. It's not. I'm looking. His name is Jesse Laria, so it's not like it's a play on his own name. But no. Bearson, like no. Benson, I guess maybe. Benson. I don't know. Benson. Some hey. cleaning supplies for his costume. Bearson. Nice. Uh, after completing his journey, he described the smell inside the costume as pungent. Like when you first open a bag of Doritos and that fart smell comes out. Oh, I don't. I think hold off on oh. the Dorito hate. I like the smell. Yeah, of well, I guess there's one person, that, the one company that's not going to sponsor your next trek, <laughs> Yogi. Yeah, no, but Doritos smell good in the bag. It's yeah. when you smell like Doritos that that's a bad smell. Only that. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, that's gross. That's what I used to call. That's puberty. Uh, that's puberty boy foot smell. So when you got like a uh, not always not just boys, but I just always have this very vivid memory of being around 12 myself and friends smelling their feet at like sleepovers smelling like Doritos. And then Nick, when he was around 12, his feet smelled like Doritos. And it's foul yeah. because yeah. that's not Doritos. Right, like if exactly. it was Doritos, I go, oh, Doritos. But it's right, not. But it's Oh, Nick's foot. Right. <laughs> it's knowing what that smell is coming from that is like, oh, that's gross. But yep. if you open a bag and smell that exact same smell, that'd be fine. Yeah. Yum, give me one. I do like the term Dorito feet. I think it's funny. I still, still have uh, maybe a third of a bag of fishball snack. Yeah, I wish I could say that. I ate them all. Got to eat them all. Well, there, was, there wasn't much in there. And that's probably, I can't read the back of this thing, but it's probably one serving size. So, Well, there you have it. Uh, one more story here before we take our break and bring Justin in. There's a story about a man who allegedly boasted about his Capitol riot on January 6th uh, attendance. <laughs> on his dating app or on a dating app and then got arrested as a result because he's stupid. Ah, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah, these guys couldn't help but live stream and post photos on Instagram. And uh, yeah. If you think about that just for a second, your brain starts to fall apart because <laughs> it's already, gonna, everything about it's gonna, shitty, right? All of it's shitty. But I'm going to wear a mask and dark glasses, cover up my face, but hey, like and subscribe. Here's my link, everybody. Make sure to check me out yeah. as I storm the Capitol. And they're doing like, yeah, like literally doing live streams. Like, I, I don't know what to call it. You know, you could say, it well, is, that's just the epitome of, 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 of uh, people who feel like they can get away with anything. A privilege, I guess. And there might be part of part of it, right? Like there, you know, a lot of them were even saying during the event that don't worry, Trump will protect us or Trump will pardon us or whatever. Um, but then there really is just the the people who don't make the connection that uh, your anonymity is only good as far as uh, the end of your social media account. Yep. <laughs> yep. Once it crosses into the other one, then uh, yeah. To me, it's, it's, it's the stupidest thing. I just still, to this day, I the, cannot believe the it. The greatest example of Darwin. <laughs> Darwin. Well, I guess, unfortunately, these people still can go and procreate. But Well, sadly. part of the problem was, I'll just put this out there. When you're that brazen about it and you're taking selfies and you're filming it and you're streaming it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it might be because a certain person in power, it seemed like that person was behind you all the way. Mm-hmm. So you felt like you had... The coverage of had, at the he time had your the most, back, yeah, yeah. He didn't really, but he he didn't for sure no. talked like he did, and so as a result, maybe they just really felt that way. Like they really felt like, oh well, he's with us. He, he even said he'd mm-hmm. be down here arm in arm with us, which he wasn't, but he said he would be at mm-hmm. that at that final speech that set everybody off. So right. they probably all just like, yeah, we're good. 
We got this. <laughs> uh, look at all the people he's pardoned. He'll totally pardon us. Wait, what? He isn't? It's really he's shitty. Not, no. It's, uh, huh. it's such a garbage moment in our it history. Really in a lots of ways, not just the treasonous ways. Like, that's the awful, right? But also, mm-hmm. it's just so stupid. It's so mm-hmm. stupid. And people died. It is lame. Yeah. Have we... Yeah. I haven't properly gone off about this, I guess, on the show. And I won't now. I'm just going to say. <laughs> it was and there was a dude walking <clears throat> off with a podium waving at the camera. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. And another dude dressed like Jamiroquai. Yeah. yeah. And Jamiroquai, yeah, I think he's in jail right now. And upset Poor that they, don't, they yeah. don't have uh, meatless options at the jail he's in. And the, that's right. And the walls keep moving in and he keeps dancing <laughs> around. There's like a couch that keeps going back and forth. and. <laughs> I hate that video. I don't Are you like kidding it. me? That's the greatest video. I don't like How it. How do you hate that video? I don't know why I don't like it. I just don't like it. Oh, nice tomato. It's so cool because you think that, like... <laughs> the, the chat room thinks we're really saying Jamiroquai is in jail. Yeah, we're Jamiroquai talking about, is not in jail. No, we're talking about the QAnon shaman. The shaman guy, right. He just looked like him. That's all that yeah. was. Yeah. He just dressed like... He dressed like the Jamiroquai band symbol. Yeah. There really isn't a guy named Jamiroquai. There's a guy named J.K. who's the lead singer of Jamiroquai. So. Last name Grammar. We know who he is. <laughs> That's right. His name is J.K. Grammar. Yeah. <gasps> I know. It's all coming together. Holy shit. All right. <laughs> We're going to take a... Uh, that, that's the whole story, by the way. The guy bragged about being... Oh, yeah. At the, On a dating app. Yeah. The storm that helped storm the Capitol because he's all super proud of it. And then he got arrested. Swipe right into jail. Yeah. Swipe right for jail. <laughs> Swipe left for jail also. Um, all right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Justin Robert Young will join us. Uh, got a little uh, Caitlyn Jenner business I want to talk about, but some other stuff too. So stick around. That'll be right after this song selection from the uh, the vault of Brian Ibbett. Oh, oh, a song. Oh, 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 a song. Okay. Mm. Hey, big thanks to Earshot Media for this one. This is so cool. So uh, listen, Cameron Webb is a guy who uh, you know has produced a bunch of the great ones, right? Some 41, Pennywise, Motorhead, Megadeth. Um, he's also producing the new EP or produced the new EP from Authority Zero, another great uh, new punk band. These guys are awesome. They got a brand new EP called The Back Nine. Uh, Listen, I don't have to tell you how cool Authority Zero is because you've probably heard them. You're already familiar. Um, This is uh, from their brand new EP. It's the title track. It's called The Back Nine. Here is Authority Zero. I can't live without it 
Like Express, it's my well, it's my VPN. <laughs> Look, have you ever wondered why internet access is so much cheaper these days? Like 30 to 40 bucks a month. Well, it's because internet service providers like Comcast, ATT, or whoever aren't just making money off subscription fees, they're also making money from spying on your internet activity and selling your history and data to big companies, usually big tech companies. So What's the best way to make sure that 100% of your data is encrypted and yours and that your internet provider can't get a hold of it? Well, you guessed it. ExpressVPN. They create a secure tunnel between all your devices and the internet so that everything you do online is encrypted. And it's not just for your phone or computer. ExpressVPN works on all your devices. It works on your tablets, smart TVs, even your routers so your entire family and visitors can always stay protected. I can't stress this enough. ExpressVPN is so simple to use. You just open up the app, tap one button, you connect, and that's it. That's my favorite thing about the service. The simplicity is insane. Your data is your business. Protect it at expressvpn.com slash TMS. That's expressvpn.com slash TMS to get three extra months free of ExpressVPN protection. That's expressvpn.com. Let me spell it for you. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash TMS to learn more. Count Yorga Vampire continues after these short messages. I found you on the internet. 
The Morning Stream. Smooth, flowing, and unbroken. Scott Fletcher's right. We are smooth, flowing, and unbroken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for ten. Oh, sorry, eleven years of that. Are true. Yeah, yeah, it's all true. Hey, uh, Brian, that song again, if you don't mind. That song again. Authority Zero from their brand new EP called "The Back Nine. That right there is the title track. Oh, it sounds real good. That song I just heard yeah. really sticking with me. Oh, really sticks with you. You know, I'm still singing it in my head from just listening to it. Yeah, just I now. can't. I can't not hear it. Honestly. Yeah, it's all. It's all I can hear. It's all I head. can hear. Check this out. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Joining us from Austin, Texas. I'm getting used to saying this now. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's no longer mm-hmm. flip, uh, slipping into Oakland, California anymore. But uh, somebody who doesn't have to worry about a runoff to remove a governor uh, right now and <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. Uh, Justin Robert Young joining us from the PX3 Studios. Hello, Justin. Uh, a recall. A recall, a recall, sorry, recall, recall, governor. recall, yeah. runoff. It, it's funny you said runoff because I'm working on the PX3 episode for tomorrow uh, oh. before I started, and there's another runoff, and I'm like, wait, are we talking about that too? Are oh we wait, about the runoff in Texas or what, the recall in California? What's the runoff? To, uh, just briefly, what's that about? I didn't know there was one. Uh, that's the, uh, you know we can get in the weeds, but uh, uh, Fort Worth, Texas, uh, around that area, there was a special election over the weekend, and uh, there will be a runoff now that will be between two Republican candidates as a Democrat was unable to break into the top two positions. And so therefore there, there will be no democratic offering in the runoff as it stands. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So that sounds like a fun local nightmare. Uh, Hey, it it, it became a thing because Trump stepped in and uh, there was a candidate that was running as like a never Trumper who Hmm. did not do well at all. And then there was a guy who keeps saying that he's a WWE wrestler when he never really was on television (laughs) as a WWE wrestler who also had previously like months ago just run for a seat in Nevada that he lost and then just came to Texas and he's like, I'm in Texas now. I really want to go to Congress. Wait a minute. Isn't it easy to prove if somebody's been on a WWE I was gonna say, thing? It seems like a very easy thing to disprove. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was not a secret. Like yeah. he, he, he was like, yeah, I, uh, in fact, he ran in part saying that Trump had endorsed him for the Nevada race. Oh, and so he was like, I was the, I'm the only person in this race to get an endorsement from Trump. And then Trump endorsed one of the other people. And he, <laughs> oops. Uh, that's how that stuff would go if you're not careful. Uh, now that you're in the Lone Star State, any, um, mm-hmm. do you think Matthew McConaughey is really going to run for governor at some point? Yeah, this seems like no. it's a, no, really? Okay. No. Interesting. My wife's uh, reading I mean, his book right now and, and it made me remind me to, to ask you that because I guess he's. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I don't really know. Matthew McConaughey sure likes talking about politics. <laughs> it's not like uh, uh, Texas is foreign to the idea of celebrities or non-politicians running. Uh, uh, Texas does, uh, you know, fetishize on some level its uh, ability to, to be mavericks and think outside the box. Mm. Uh, McConaughey is certainly of that ilk. I think he would be somebody that would probably be best um, qualified as a, a centrist leaning Democrat, I mm. guess. Mm. Um, 
but uh, I, no, I think he would much rather just be Matthew McConaughey yeah. than actually run for office. From the- I think you really have to not like your current gig to run for political office. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to give it up for something like that. It needs yeah. to like, feel like, that. like Oh, The Rock's going to run. The Rock's going to run. And it's like, the Rock, I, I might buy because he also like willingly wakes up at two thirty every morning and eats fifty thousand calories so he can look like a four a, dozen a, eggs, a, yeah, yeah, person. So it's like he obviously has some level of like dedication and sacrifice that goes beyond those of mortal humans. So I could understand him saying like, yeah, no, I'd but rather. He really act- likes acting. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't- oh sure, yeah, but that that's my my thing is like. I the the rock makes some level of sense only because he already doesn't enjoy the acting life the way that every other right. action star does right, right. Okay. all right like every other action star you know every once in a while there's going to be a shot of them in us weekly with a beer gut right because like <laughs> they they in in the time between fast and the furious movies Jason Statham will just you know, have sex with models and and uh, uh, do cocaine in Ibiza and do backflips off a mega yacht <laughs> or something. Like The Rock is no matter what at any time, constantly he's either on set or he's eating raw protein or he's lifting weights. Yeah, that those are kind of sometimes his three all three yeah. at once. That's kind of his yeah. thing, and he and he, and and he also strikes me as somebody who, if he says. He says, if he says things like, well, I, I, I'm concerned about civic life, I believe him. Like, I believe that guy really believes that because, again, he's motivational Bill. Like, he's just, everything's just do it, do it, do it, do it, and eat all the eggs and pump all the iron and make all the movies and, and buy my yeah, mom a mansion. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not here to tell you. If there's anything that anybody listening to me should take uh, is that never trust or believe po- a politician. Like, that's a dumb thing to do. It is never dumb. think yeah. that. Uh, of any politician at all. Uh, So I don't know whether or not he's true to his values. What I do know is he's got the dedication to actually utilize what a celebrity candidate can do, which is more easily draw attention. The, the problem is when you think you can do it on the schedule that you promote a movie or you promote a television show, or you plug fat or a flat tummy tea, on your Instagram, that is not the case. In politics, it is every day, every 12 hours, you have to be out there talking about a thing, mixing things up. That's how fundraising works. That's how the political news cycle works. The Rock is somebody that I think could do it in a way that I don't think, I think Matthew McConaughey would get like three days into a, a political schedule and then just be, you'd be like, I don't know, man. I think we need to think this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not yeah. his book. My wife's reading me passages from his book. I don't know why she's even reading it. Her brother recommended it. And um, it, it's it's weird because everything she says, you can't but help hear him do it in the way he does mm-hmm. anything in his voice. Yeah, yeah. Right. Even her saying it and she's not doing an impression. I still can hear it because it's just so him, which makes me, you know, if you're worried about him not being the one that wrote the book, I got good news. He may have had help, but it sounds like him reading it. Um, all right, Brian or uh, yeah. uh, uh, Justin, I want to I want to play a clip, and then we're going to talk about this clip. Okay, sure. this, this is a little yep. bit last minute, but but here it is. About I don't know, forty five seconds or so. Let's let's get into it. I want to prove that it is absolutely possible if we only do it together. California, it's time to reopen our schools, reopen our businesses, 
reopen the Golden Gates. So I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, I'm running to be governor for all Californians. To reclaim our true identity, to bring back the gold to the Golden State. I'm waiting for the big ending here, this big ending. Now is the time to achieve that summit, to be the shining city on the hill, and together we'll restore and renew the California dream. It's about what happens from here. It's not just about one person. It's about all of us. Boy, that is some Bruckheimer bullshit there at the end. That's pretty strong, pretty strong Hollywood there. All right. uh, Caitlyn Jenner running for governor. Well, not running for governor, doing a recall. No, running for governor. I guess you're running either way, right? Like a a recall is just another run. Just off that schedule. Is, that is that is a a, a gubernatorial campaign. Yeah. Uh, uh, j- just a reminder for everybody: the California recall operates on a single ballot, two question system, wherein you are asked, "Do you want to recall the current governor of California, Gavin Newsom? Yes or no? If yes, then who would you like to replace them? The person that replaces the governor, if yes, wins, is the person with a simple majority." Don't need to have a plurality. Don't need to be over a certain threshold. If everybody got 3% and you got 4%, congratulations, Mr. or Mrs. Governor. Yeah. And do you think uh, now this is official and this feels like a, you know, a sweeping dramatic entry. uh, Any chance (laughs) that Caitlyn Jenner (laughs) wins this? Do you think she's got what it takes in a uh, 2021 world to grab the world by the collar and say, I'm a Republican transgender person and I'm in here to win it. Um, do you think this is going to work out for her or what? Um, I mean, again, anybody's ability to beat Gavin Newsom in the recall is going to depend on whether or not they can sow enough doubt in his job that they can get a majority of those who go out to vote to vote. No, uh, that he does need to be recalled. So, in that case, no matter what, whoever is running needs to pile on. And in my opinion, there needs to be fresh problems by the time that this vote comes around in the fall. So mm-hmm. there needs to be things that go wrong in California up to and including blackouts, wildfires, riots, what have you. I, I think that there needs to be other signs of Gavin Newsom uh, uh, decaying. Uh, California, mostly because the things that people were most upset about him about are are getting better now. Mm-hmm. Now, you can criticize what went on during that time, but now, you know, schools are are reopening. Businesses are reopening. I believe in my old neighborhood, uh, this week would be the first time that anybody would be able to go and just sit indoor at a bar and have a drink because it has moved into that uh, tier. So I think that's just going to lighten the mood for a lot of people. That being said for Caitlyn Jenner specifically, Mm. she, she's an interesting concept of a candidate. If you believe that the identitarian issues that, are that run very deep in a state that effectively is a one party rule. There are so many more registered Democrats than Republicans in California that effectively you can't run as a Republican candidate uh, uh, in, in California statewide. If you are a Republican, you kind of de facto have to run as an independent candidate. 
That being said, I don't think that she quite has the 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 work ethic. Uh, unlike The Rock, uh, uh, she is is far past the point where I think she's waking up and and eating fourteen raw eggs and then pumping iron <laughs> and, and and doing that kind of stuff. So I don't quite know where Caitlin's discipline is to run. She announced about a week and a half ago and then didn't really say anything until both this announcement and then an almost assuredly planted TMZ appearance where she decided to uh, step in the middle of the uh, transgender sports debate. And, and that is something where I really don't think that's a play for her in California uh, it seems to me more of a play for her to kind of enter into the national consciousness of uh, of uh, conservative pundits, mm-hmm. uh, and and she is tailor made for that because it is obviously a complication for uh, uh, straight identitarian political lines of of uh, you know the idea that that Democrats own the concept of of all trans issues. She is you know, obviously a com- a complication to that, but mm. I don't know if that really plays or makes a difference in California. Mm. And there are, are there any other people that I've just haven't noticed who have also stepped up to this and said, I want a piece of this recall. And if is no, the reason no, I no one heard, that you've heard of, okay. th- th- there's a couple California Republicans who are effectively the Washington generals to the Democrats, Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> that, that uh, just constantly take L's as, as if they are going to return them back to the recycling plant for a five cent donation. Uh, one of them, I believe John Cox is his name. He is going to announce his candidacy uh, while next to a live bear in sacramento this week Mm. are we sure Uh, it's not a guy dressed as a bear Mm. (laughs) we we, (laughs) We, we don't know we We don't know all all, all we know is that his logo (laughs) is a roaring bear and he has promised in his press release that it is a live bear all right if he's the guy in our stories today brian he will we will know him it's it's a callback to a dude who walked from la to san francisco in a bear costume and he smelled like doritos so we'll know like ass yeah Yeah. I, I I could only imagine. <laughs> yeah, pretty on something pretty like pretty bad. Um. Well, all right. So I heard something about uh uh what's his name um Quaid Randy Quaid running. Is that true? Do you know if that's the thing? He's got to leave Canada first, isn't he? Right, still hold up there on, next hold time. On. Yeah, you have paid more attention to Randy <laughs> than many people I've known ever. Uh, uh, you certainly have a fascination with Randy Quaid and his modern world of missives that he issues online. Oh, 100%. Uh, uh, do you think that Randy Quaid is going to run? Oh, <laughs> here it is. Okay, Newsweek says, uh, well, their their article is, here are Randy Quaid's California governor odds compared to Caitlyn Jenner's, but uh, Randy Quaid said, oh, great, it's in a tweet. Um, I promise that if elected, I will clean up the district attorney's offices throughout the state, says Randy Quaid for governor. Uh, he 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 claims he's running and that he's seriously I mean, running. For let's, governor. let's let's remember that uh, there is a line between celebrity candidates and then people that would actually win. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like The Rock, you know, somebody that I believe had a unique element of dedication and discipline that made him a natural politician. He found the right slipstream with a very unpopular governor in Gray Davis, where uh, uh, you know they had the the power failures and the brownouts that that really kind of put him in a vulnerable position that led to his recall. But 
I think that the vast majority, if you remembered that race, the vast majority of those candidates, you know, like uh, uh, Mary Carey, the porn star, and uh, a few um, other fringe celebrities, Gary Coleman, I believe, ran. He did. Uh, th- those were those were more along the Randy Quaid line. <laughs> like, people that are going to be able to, to, to say, I'm running for governor, because it doesn't take a whole lot of money. He should be, uh, if he doesn't get the main deal, he sh- should be her running mate. Then he can be a lieutenant governor. And then when people say... Uh, can we talk to the governor and if her schedule's full, he can say Jenner's full. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. I went a long way to get to, and I'll never tell it again. Hey, anyway. You feel way more confident dancing around any Caitlyn Jenner commentary than I do. <laughs> hey, look. I am doing my best. Uh, I, I feel like I've been studying this landmine chart for months. And like I am I am convinced that like I, I got I have like in my head the old like dance step like the 19 right, the dotted line pep chart like uh-huh. I am I am oh boy am I not I, anything that I get in trouble for for any kind of Caitlyn Jenner commentary is because I mean to try and yeah, get in trouble but hold on for the record that was a joke about uh, a Christmas vacation and him saying shitters full so I I, I don't I don't know where, why. So that you're was saying a, that Caitlyn Jenner is a shitter? No, I'm saying her schedule's full. See, these are full. the kinds of things that you're putting yourself in the line of possibly being interpreted with, and I am not. <laughs> that was not that's all a, I'm saying. See, I'm not is, saying that you screwed up. Yeah, I'm saying that you're braver than I. Am. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right. <laughs> Tally in the chat. Never seen a vacation movie. Well, then good. Make sure we talk about that. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, there you have it. It's uh, looking. It's looking weird in california and i'm excited about it because these are fun to watch yeah i mean i guess the one thing that you would say uh, is with that video you can you can get a sense that she's got some degree of money behind her um she's in a position where she needs to act more and be more normal if if that makes sense and i don't mean uh, that in, in in any way other than the fact that she comes she comes from the Kardashian the bombastic Kardashian universe and so uh, uh, Caitlyn is going to have to ground herself more in a leadership kind of role be seen in leadership roles uh, if if she is to be taken seriously the other question is just you know uh, uh, where is that constituency you know how many people or you know democrat and, and republican see her as somebody that should be in leadership mm. uh, uh that's that is a very open question i'll be very curious to see polling yeah some people in the chat are surprised that she would run as a republican but some of that video in that ad is straight out of the republican national convention i think or of some year or another i thought it was 2016s but she was a pretty avid trump supporter for a long time during his presidency she was a little upset at him toward the end, but um, yeah, she's she's a conservative. And the last time someone else asked, when's the last time California had one? Zarni, right? I think. And he wasn't uh, 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 a, a, a a Republican governor or yeah. a trans governor. No, a Republican trans governor has never happened. <laughs> no, a Republican governor, not a trans governor. For a Republican hey, hey. trans governor, unless, you have to go really far yeah, back. Well, unless. Jen- <laughs> Arnie has something to tell us about. I don't know, but as far as I know, uh, the last Republican um, governor was yeah. yeah oh, no, 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 no. The last, the last Republican governor was Schwarzenegger. Um, 
And and look, California has a lot of the same makeup as like New York. It is effectively a one party rule state. Like right. they're, they 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 don't have a functional opposition party in in California. So recall is uh, uh, the most realistic way that you could have somebody from the opposition uh, uh, get into get into power. Uh, but but I, I'm I'm curious that that you would look at that ad and see it as particularly partisan mm-hmm. i mean aside from her attacking newsom uh uh it, it seemed fairly uh uh you know if, if you if you took out caitlin jenner and put in generic democrat uh it, i feel like it would run largely like the same ad mm-hmm. it was fairly stock like yeah. rah rah we can do it uh uh boy are we great but lately something else has made us not great like scary piano music like but i think we're also great and then like like sunshine stock photo and like like and then a bunch of images of other stuff that is totally unrelated to her campaign like and that's why i'm gonna do a thing and i need your and then uh, it's usually a lot of montages of like a bunch of people like like looking in, in different like races and colors and ages mm-hmm. and like they're like your 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 help like that's pretty much every political ad. Yeah. <laughs> slow motion family you know yeah. smiling at the camera yeah running and uh-huh. giving a thumbs up about something mm-hmm. uh, uh superimposed uh 50 50 opacity uh flag Yep. Because, you know, if you even listen to the ad, she doesn't really even say Democrat. No. Well, at one point she says, I don't care if you're politicians and 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 that's that's really what she says. She says career politicians did this. Right. Right. Not Democrats did this. She does at one point say, I don't care if you're a Republican or if you're a Democrat. I want to change. So there is there is there's clearly an effort in this thing to say, you know. Uh, to a, a avoid whatever you know stating out loud whatever party you are or what party you're opposed to and more just say this is a problem for everybody and so i'm the one to yeah. fix it no matter who you are or whatever like that know. that is you know uh, uh the, the 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 caitlin jenner campaign is is trying to run something that is beyond modern you know uh, uh positions like she and obviously look like she didn't mention trump mm. she didn't mention no nope. uh, uh, anything that has happened recently like like uh, the, the story she is attempting to tell is one specifically about california and specifically about the fact that you know these same politicians come in and and, and make these decisions and that's why the state has a problem right and well, i guess what she's hoping is that Democrats are like, yep, it's these same politicians. And Republicans are like, yep, it's the Democrats. Yeah, that's kind of how this stuff goes every time. Well, we'll see how it goes. It'll be a fun sideshow for people not in the state and that don't have to worry about it <laughs> as much. But we can kind of watch I mean, it that's from gonna afar. Be, that is going to be the big event for this year. Like that is that is going to be the big election that happens uh, uh, nationwide that people are going to pay attention to. The, the the real question is, and now it looks unlikely as things in California have rebounded a bit, was whether or not a Democrat was going to run. Mm. Uh, because a Democrat running would be 
would be very, very interesting to challenge Gavin Newsom. The other side was, uh, because remember, if Newsom is recalled, there is the question from the state party of whether or not you need its malpractice if you do not put a Democrat amongst that list of candidates that uh, oh, yeah. that, that, that would be voted on later. So yeah. it's like, all right, well, even if like if Newsom's not here, like, should we also have, you know, somebody else that is that is that is on there? And we have yet to see any kind of decision on that. Yeah, that's interesting. And think about that because because you the default position is, well, we like our guy who's in and you're you're, you're all the ones challenging him. So we're going to back him as a party because he's our guy and he's in already. And that's the thing. But if it's a it's a, if it's a really contested field, then, yeah, you are doing yourself a disservice by not having a backup plan, I guess. I don't know. I've never even, I didn't even think about that until you just said it. That's interesting. Because in my head, I'm well, thinking, and that, well, and that, 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 that is a decision that they are going to have to make uh, going forward. But yeah, man, I can't wait. I want to, I, I want to get out there. I think the more I talk about it, I think I got to do a live show back out there. That's for, great. For recall night. Do it. That'd be really fun. Do it. I would watch that. And um, I look forward to attorney, state attorney general, Randy Quaid joining the fray. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, you and Randy Quaid. Who would you like to see? Is there is there a, is there a, a a celebrity you'd you'd enjoy entering the ring? Well, we mentioned The Rock, and I would like to see that. I like I like The Rock. I actually have some some Pollyannish sort of belief that he'd be a pretty good leader in some sort or another. Um, Can so I ask why? Um, I don't know. I think he. I mean, you can't ask. I don't know if I can give you a good answer. Here, here's my answer. I don't know if it's good. Uh, yeah. I think that dude is super motivated to get shit done. And yes, it might right now be make your muscles bigger and make your movies bigger. Gains. Gains. Um, gains. Yeah. Right. Um, Cut taxes on uh, raw eggs. <laughs> but I think yeah. there's something about his personality that tells me, it, at least in the context of the, uh, of the world of politics, he would try really hard to like do good stuff for people. And like I said, it's a Pollyannish attitude. I understand the politics. Are you aware that that is almost exactly the appeal that folks have to Trump? Uh, no, I'm not aware of that because. Cause it is a hundred percent. Okay. Well, I understand that, but not a hundred percent because last I checked. No, no, you can think they're wrong. No, no, no. What I'm saying is uh, what I'm saying is we don't have uh, we don't have a long history of let's just you know, I don't want to go down the whole list, but I didn't ever hear the rock say he's going to grab anybody by the pussy. I didn't hear rock. uh, Well, we didn't hear about that about Trump until he was well into running and, and people were already kind of behind him. So the question would then be, let's say you had all those feelings and you were really backing the rock and then there was some uh, 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 recorded audio from backstage at a, at a, at a, a SmackDown taping in, in uh, uh, Anaheim, California in 1997, where the rock was making some really lewd uh, uh, comments. Like, uh, uh, would you, would your opinion change? Yeah, it would. It would tell me that his character is different than he's portrayed up till now. And it would really, it would really bum me out. Yeah, it would change. Of course, mm-hmm. of course it would change. That's my whole point with the with the whole Trump thing. You 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 
if it, if it doesn't bug you. I guess, well, here, no, I, I actually don't even want to go down this road, but mostly because I think that the, the only the thing that I was trying to draw a circle around was uh, like that, that what, what you just described, this, uh, this innate idea, and it might be beyond even actual reason that somebody's public persona is indicative enough of their actual personality. Uh, like that is, that is part of all celebrity candidates. Right. And, and, and our brains fill in that assurity for many, many different reasons. Uh, but certainly was the case for, for Trump who had, projected himself as a a no-nonsense businessman and so people believed uh uh maybe if he wasn't pure of heart he was he was pure of 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 mind and he would cut the bs yeah i get i i agree with you on all of those points but you asked me who i would like who would i pick if i had to pick somebody of this ilk to run so i gave you a name and then you said now you realize that's just like trump like that was a trap you put me in right then I no 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 I I that was I, fun trap I, I enjoyed I my time why. in the trap I, I no 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 you're you're misremembering how we got here we got here because you said I have a Pollyannish uh, uh, idea of what I believe the Rock's leadership qualities would be yeah and I just wanted to get into that mostly because again I do think that there are similarities to all celebrity candidates and I think Trump is probably the biggest example of of a, of a celebrity candidate and. Uh, uh, that that view of like, oh, I just kind of think they've got it going on, is alienating to people of when when you're looking on the outside of it because it is hard to explain, it's hard to understand, and uh, that's that's my only point. Yeah, that's no, it's point. a good point. I agree with that point. Uh, it turns out. <laughs> I just think it's funny how we got there. All right. Hey, we did it. We got it. Uh, we're going to follow this uh, thing real close over there at politics, politics, politics. Yeah, that's right. PS, PX3, everybody. Check it out. Make sure you do. You mentioned what you were doing this week, but mention it again so people know what they're tuning in for. Uh, we are talking Trump. We don't normally talk Trump these days on, on PX3, mostly because I don't think he is relevant until uh he affects races either through money endorsement or an announcement of his own candidacy however uh we do have some of those elements that have bubbled up over the last few uh days uh there was this race out here in texas that i'm going to break down for everybody including uh, the first kind of hint of what our modern political meta might indeed be there is some retribution for Trump opponents up in Washington, D.C., including an ever-evolving situation with Liz Cheney, who may or may not lose her job in Republican leadership over the next few hours, and an interview with senior Politico writer uh, Michael Cruz about a race out in Ohio that is uh, yet another Trump enemies list uh, contest where one of the representatives that voted for his impeachment is now up for re-election, and uh, he is facing a very Trump-centric and positioned challenger that is all on PX3. Go ahead and find it where all politics or podcasts in general are found. That sounds good. Justin R. Young on Twitter. We'll see you next week. See you Bye sure. now. The jury will now retire. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> the jury will now retire. Ugh. Good enough. Good enough. It's okay. Late is better than not at all, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that That's our right. attitude? Mm-hmm. Better late than never, I believe, is how the phrase. I uh, will goes. say this one thing about uh, Caitlyn Jenner that has nothing to do with any of this. 
Um, and it has nothing to do with her trans status or any of that. Mm-hmm. Before uh, the transition and before any of this, she got a nose job. And I think she needs her money back. Now, I don't mean it looks bad. Okay. It looks fine. Mm-hmm. But that plastic surgery has made it so she can barely breathe. And she sounds like she's having a really hard time getting breath in. And that's all I'm saying. I'm saying go back and get your money back. Go back to the nose guy and say, hey, I sound like I can barely get air through this thing that you gave me. I'd like either a better nose or I would like my five grand back or whatever it was she paid for it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I agree. Well said. Yeah, because it, right. It's a bad nose. It's not a good nose. It's a bad nose. It's a bad nose. Yeah, it's just a bad nose. Thanks for voice and horrible ways. (laughs) It just really, really bums me out because I know, I know behind that nose, and our nose has so much to do with how we speak and how we sound, and I don't know, mm-hmm. it's just not good. Mm-hmm. So get a better nose. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're gonna get a fake nose, get a get a good nose. No, no you're good. You're good. Brian, if you said if you said to me, I'm gonna get a replacement <laughs> knee, I would say, Brian, get the best replacement knee you can get. That's what I would say. Yes, and I'd end up with the nose is the problem. <laughs> Sticking out of the middle of my leg, and uh, yeah. Well, look, I'm not against body augmentation. Just get a better one. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, uh, quick email here uh, from yes. Jeff Sire in Canada, uh, from Ontario. Our good pal Jeff, who I think may have just motorcycled past Colorado. I saw some photos. Oh, really? Oh. Well, thanks you... a lot, Jeff, for not swinging by to say hello. It may have been like an old like Facebook memory, and I read it wrong, but I saw that and went, oh, cool. And then why oh, that, didn't he call? That could be it, too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, he wrote in, says, Smoochie and Boochie, I worked last night, or I worked <laughs> nights last night, woke up mid-afternoon and looked at my updated podcast feed and saw three title, or saw, saw sorry, saw the title of today's show, Jeff's Kiss. I was struck with anxiousness. This is a few days ago. Yeah. I'm not prone to bouts of terror, or it might have been it might have been terror. My wife is currently dealing with kidney stone issues, so I'm attempting to be extra nice and thoughtful to her. You know, sincerely, I try to throw uh, that around when I can. So I've been sending her texts and smiley faces and short emails, telling her I wish I could kiss it all better. Uh, you know, shit like that. The, the, he says, you know, shit that the chicks like. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, anyway, he says, oh, no, had one of my kissy emails that I just sent this morning. Uh, so, sorry, sent to the morning stream was about to be mocked with no mercy. No, just another Scott walk, uh, waking hallucination, Jeff Sire. So what he thought happened is the title came from maybe one of his emails accidentally getting to us that was all kissy and lovey-dovey to his wife. But it wasn't. So, Jeff, yeah. you're safe. Different Jeff altogether. It. You're good. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of bummed. Have we, have we ever... We've never gotten a... Uh, uh, like a missed text in a situation like that. Not that I know of. Unless some of your unless some of your booby shots that you've received over the years were not not that I know of. Missed text. That's yeah. possible. Oh, that's possible, isn't it? I never thought it of should that. Should be. By the way, I'd like to clear up, Jeff. It's not smoochy and boochy. It's snoochy with an N. Snoochy boochies. Yeah, but I think what he's saying is smoochy like kiss kissy. Oh, okay. Well then what's boochy? I think he's he's uh, crossing <laughs> the streams with like uh the the kissy mistexts. And the um, oh look at this! I'm getting a I'm getting a call right now from Rocky Mountain Gastro. Uh-oh. That's got to be a fun. Uh-oh. Oh, I bet actually that's one. Yeah, I think actually that is that's a specialist calling about my colonoscopy. Oh, are you really getting one? Have to right? I mean, yeah, you know, get one, dude. Get one. You got to get supposed one. to get one at fifty. Yeah, you're already late. Yeah, got to get in there. Get I'm late. Going. I know I'm late. 
I got mine early, so I don't have Listen, to do it for Get out of my years. butt, Scott. <laughs> get off my make butt. Room for the, make room for the uh, <laughs> colonoscopy. Make sure you make sure Tina records you're coming out of it. But you oh, there's do it. no way in hell I'm letting her do that. <laughs> you you got to let her do it. I want to hear yeah. what you have to say. If you end up giving up, you know, state secrets or something weird, don't worry about it. You don't have to play it here. But, you know, if you say something like, uh, I don't know, oh, Eric God. Clapton is I could have had that anesthesiologist. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, you know. If I weren't married. <laughs> How about a guy on Twitter lied. You might do that. Yeah. That one, yes. That's the, that's the. The far better one. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Brian, quick note about ANTP. What's going on? Yeah. So just posted this morning the uh, the submissions from our four contestants uh, for the editing challenge. Each one of them got a recording of an interview done by our own Monica here on uh, TMS and ANTP uh, that she did with uh, stunt woman and actress Danielle Bergio. They all got the same interview filled with traps, filled with mistakes, filled with problems, and it was their job to clean it up and turn it into a podcast. What did they do? Well, find out by going to America's Next Top Podcaster and uh, listening to the four submissions. I think it's one of the hardest ones, personally. Yeah. You know? Well, it was a, it was a difficult challenge. Um. One person, according to one of our judges, made the decision very easy. On <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. We'll let you yeah. guess just just what judge that was. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Definitely so, wasn't uh, me. Give a give a listen to the four entries, and then tomorrow you'll be able to hear who went home for their uh, recording. Here's the sound I predict Brian makes after his colonoscopy. Here you go. Ready? Here goes. Okay. All right. <laughs> There you go. That's the sound. It's about be. right. Yeah. It's a Is that turtle. a turtle? It's a Is that turtle, a turtle, uh, turtle having orgasm? sex. <laughs> yeah. Turtles having sex is the, one of nature's great things, man. It's so good. <laughs> All right. We're going to be done now. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody, and uh, hanging out with us on the show. We really do appreciate it. A reminder of our uh, patronage over at patreon.com slash TMS. Without it, there's no show. Literally, there's no show. Uh, so be there and do it. Uh, patreon.com slash TMS for everything else you might need to know. Frogpants.com slash TMS and check out that Rock Runners before it ends uh, tomorrow morning. That'll be uh, rockrunners.art for those interested folks. Oh, nice. That'll do it. Brian, let's get cool. out of here with a song. Do you have one? I have a song. This one actually is going out to our buddy, TMS Mashups. Uh, it says, Dear Scissors and Beans. Don't mix the two. Ouch. Mm. This year has been challenging so far, to say the least, with my wife being diagnosed with a chronic illness and me being off work for months waiting for shoulder surgery. We certainly didn't need to have to move back or move house at the same time. Yet, that's how life goes sometimes. Thankfully, after only viewing two units, we found the perfect unit for our family, Canadians. And we moved in May 1st. We are blessed or blessed to be able to stay in the same community we have grown to love over the past several years and hope to stay there for as long as we can. Brian, you need nothing from me for a song choice. Why am I even bothering to ask? Moving prayers answered? Moving on up? I'll stop wasting your time. Play a damn song to celebrate our move. Barring that, Scott can definitely see why I like turtles. Oh, oh my gosh. That's funny. You said the turtles thing. Cause I have the turtles right here. 
I know. We'll um, played that other turtle song. Yeah. So here you go. I like turtles. All right. There's that. <laughs> what, was the, what was the other Where one? Where is that kid now? That kid probably is like an accountant in. Oh, uh, I would love to know. Rochester, New York. You I know. Lo- I love meme follow-ups. I would love to find out where that kid is right now. Someone yeah, find out too. where that kid is. And then there's this. I can definitely see why you like it. There you go. Both of them, Jamie. Well done. Nice combo. Still loving the pupits of the leftist, though. Jamie, uh, TMS mashups. Jamie, you had me at moving on up. Uh, If there's one thing I like, it's a good TV theme cover. Wish I had one. But uh, no, I'm kidding. This is is a pretty good one. It's by a guy named Halfway Hamill. Okay. Uh, he did this thing in 2012 called TV time. There was a, it was a single that had two songs on it, had the Scooby-Doo, where are you theme? And then had this version of the Jefferson's theme, which I think Scott has a, a recent, uh, connection oh, to. That's hilarious. Okay, cool. Yep. Wow. And, uh, uh, moving on up here, are the original, the theme song to the Jefferson's covered by halfway Hamill going out to TMS mashups. Sweet. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a Wednesday edition of the show. Come on back then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Pizza. Oh. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.